right out the gate, I want to tell all of you, we have a fabulous live show this Friday, May 12th in LA. And if you're not in LA, it is no problem because we are live streaming. It is our first Mother's Day show since the pandemic. I am so excited. We have Real Housewives of Orange County star Heather Dubrow, who is just like really smart and interesting and talented. And I've loved, loved, loved getting to know her this last month, like working with her and her story. We have one of the stars of Netflix's show One Day at a Time, Isabella Gomez. Uh, She's telling an incredible story about a wild teenage night when she was growing up in Florida. We have professional homosexual Judy Carter. She wrote the book, literally wrote the book called The Homo Handbook. She's wonderful. We have comedian Jared Goldstein, who's going to be on this uh, new season of Black Mirror. We have me and we have an incredible musical um, guest because Abby's going to be on tour. They are Ezra and the Pussy Boys. It's Ezra Michelle and a full trans mask band. It is just hot and it's going to be wonderful. And I cannot wait to see all of you. If you're in LA, great. Go to dynastytypewriter.com. Grab your tickets. If you're not in LA or you're going to be away, go to dynastytypewriter.com and grab your live stream ticket. It's good for seven days after the show. Be a part of it with us. We're going to shout you out from the stage. You'll feel like you're there with us and we can't wait to see you. Ticky, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder if your finger broken. Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother, where your favorite actors, comedians, performers, whores, drag queens tell a true story they'd never want their moms to know. I'm Nikki Levy. And I'm Abby Posner. I just like Hi, saying it that high and excited. Hi, Nick. Oh, Abs, you're so femme. Um, I am. I, I am so femme inside. <laughs> if, deep deep so down inside. So soft um, inside. I, I, I want to just warn our listeners that, because uh, I told you already, Abby, but I am... About, I think, seven or eight days off my ADHD meds because I ran out of them and I couldn't fill the prescription in Florida because I couldn't, they, because they won't let me fill a prescription for a, you know, uh, a, a, a drug like Adderall across state lines. So I'm just Boo. winging it. Boo pharmaceutical companies. Boo. Well, because they don't want people to, they don't want people to abuse it. You know? Right. I mean, so I'm fair, but you need it. So... <laughs> I know. Like, so now I'm just subsisting on like green tea and 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 coffee and hope. Um, Abby, so you're in LA. I'm still in Florida. Tell me how cold it is, and I know you love this weather, but tell tell me tell me what's what's going on over there in the little well, Abby cave. I, I mean, I like it today. I don't. Let's be clear. If I was living in Portland or Seattle, no, thank you very much. I I always say I did my time <laughs> in in Colorado, like with the with the snow. I did my time. I moved to LA because I anything below seventy is freezing. Today is is a kind of dreary, cold day. But I, I am in the mood to embrace it. I am in this place right now where I'm just surrendering and embracing. That's like my whole thing right now. That's my mantra. I love that. Yeah. So you're just like, like, like whatever it is, you're not going to fight it. You're going to just let it in, yeah. let the energy in. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've done a lot of my in my uh, uh, in my past where I'm just like 
bulldozing through things and fighting thing things and I'm like you know grip like tight grips and and clinging and I'm just not to say that I'm like done with that and I'm a monk now and I'm like I'm I'm healed oh well thank you (laughs) (laughs) um but no I I feel like it's a really it's a really difficult thing but it's been something in my practice daily where my mantra is just let go is there something in particular that made you decide that I feel like there must be something in particular oh, yeah. that pushed you oh to gosh that. which part of my personal life do you want to dig into um, I don't know what's the thing that because because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tell you something in a minute but what's the thing that pushed you to say like let go like to me it's you know years of Al-Anon it's like let go and let God or let go and be or be dragged yeah, um, I I've just gone through in the last few years a, a big, big, big journey about kind of like, you know, commitment and a, a really important relationship that's still a very important relationship that I'm like, and I'm not going to go into the details of it, but I think yeah. that it lately I'm just really in a place in my own life and chapter where I'm in more of a surrendering and, and like the push and pull is just not, it's not, yeah. it's, it's, it's not serving me or it's tiring. Uh, it's very tiring. And it's also something that I was really wired to, uh, to like do, like it was just, just a part of who I am. And I, because of a lot of things with my parents, again, this is not therapy, but I think that with this relationship yeah, sure and this journey <laughs> and this journey, I've, I've been really practicing just being and allowing and accepting and doing it with as much like tenderness and love uh, and hope, you know, like I, I, I'm really, Mm -hmm. I I think that there's a way to have hope without being forceful, if that makes sense. Like, like I have hope, like clinging versus I have hope and I'm soft and open and yeah. Well, because I think the difference then is I have trust. Like, I think that then for me, it's like actually having some trust that things are it's, happening the yeah, way they're supposed to happen. Trust and, and not you know, like we, we, we all make uh, mistakes, you know, like we all we all F up. We're people. And um, I think that there's just like a grace about forgiveness and understanding that people can grow and change. And I'm really learning a lot about that journey myself. Like people, people are messy and we do things that are hurtful and um, yeah. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying that there has to be room for forgiveness. Yeah. I'm I'm learning that I am wired to be anxious. Like no matter what, <clears throat> no matter what is going on or not going on, I will find the thing to be anxious. I felt that way today. Yeah. Like I I mean it two two bobas in is probably not helping me by the way. Two <laughs> green teas and coffee. But um <laughs> okay. Well, talking about growing growing and changing, um I'm so excited for today's episode. This story comes from our live show in Hollywood. And like we want to bring some of the live show energy to you all, like wherever you are, in the, you know, across the country. We have the drag, the dragist superstar. Um, they're the host of HBO's hit show or one of the hosts of HBO's hit show. We're here. I'm talking about the amazing Eureka. Eureka, uh, we had Eureka on the podcast as one of our very first episodes, Abby. It was during the pandemic. Eureka was on with their drag mom and Eureka came back on to Don't Tell My Mother to the live event, right? Or for the first time, did the live show. And I just noticed such a change in them, such a change. I mean, and major things have happened, by the way. They've come out as trans, just as the last two years, come out Mm -hmm. as trans. They've gotten sober 
And I've just noticed like they in the green room, like the magic of the green room where you really kind of see who people are. And Eureka was just telling me like they are just there is a serenity now. Without further ado, recorded live in L.A., here is Eureka. Hi, everybody. So those of you that don't know, and if you don't, you should feel terrible. My name is Eureka O'Hara. I have lived in Hollywood, well, Hollywood for about two years, and before that I was in West Hollywood for two years. Yay. Um, How many of you all are not from the LA area? Most of us. How many are from here? Wow. Locals in the house. Thank God for locals. Honestly, I would have never survived this place when I first moved here. So props to locals supporting tourists. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, especially the move-in ones. So um, I am so blessed to know Nikki. Uh, We did a podcast with my drag mother over COVID. um, And I just remember talking with her on the phone. And she was like, okay, I'm trying to hear you. My signal's a little weird. I'm literally shoved in the closet with soundproof all the way around me. And I was just like, work, bitch. (laughs) Okay. You know, and I loved that so much. Her passion and um, her, her willingness to give back is so important, especially for queer people during Pride Month, obviously the LGBT Center, et cetera. Um, But I love the opportunities that I had to speak with her on um, having a different type of mother relationship with my drag mother. Uh, My drag mother's name is Jacqueline St. James. Um, She's all good old 90s drag queen, former Miss Gay USA at large, honey, giant ponytail, too much makeup and big old boobs. And she smells like Mackie perfume. It's amazing. As soon as she walks in the room and twirls on stage, the whole room smells better, thank God. Um, you know, and I was so lucky to meet her when I was 18 years old, when I was venturing out in East Tennessee, a small town to be exact, and I decided to transition at a really young age, 18, um, and living my life as a female. She was a trans female, but also a drag entertainer, and I wanted to be that, you know, I wanted to live that. But I had some opposition from my biological mother, just because, like, when I would talk about this drag mother, I was calling her mom, you know, well, mother, And my mom was so offended by it. She was just like, I'm the only mother you ever had. And let me tell you, that mom was an amazing mom. My biological mother was incredible. Um, Props to her, you can definitely applaud for her. And I actually got my drag name from my biological mom. Her name was Eureka. You know, she's from Germany. It was more of like Ulrika, um, but Americans say Eureka. Um, and we had a vacuum cleaner that was a Eureka vacuum cleaner and I always made fun of her. And <laughs> so of course I had to name myself after the vacuum cleaner slash my mom when I was growing up, Eureka. <laughs> um, and you know, so obviously my mom's very important. So her opinion was really hard, you know, for me to hear because I loved my drag mother and I felt like my mom just didn't get it. Well, my very first Friday night booking, um, my mom had never seen me do drag before. She kind of opposed it, too, because I was slipping in schoolwork. You know, I was spending all my money, all my time at gay bars. You know, I would show up with, like, leftover makeup on my face, bumming money, right? At, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon after I had just woken up. Um, so she was a little against it, but then she came to my very first Friday night booking, and, and I just remember my mom sitting there. She had back problems, so she couldn't get up. But you couldn't tell her she wasn't doing every freaking thing. I was, she's like, yeah, dancing in her chair, going off. I think I was doing some uh, Lady Gaga song, probably not very well, but you couldn't tell me nothing. 
Um, and I was living my life, you know, and my mom was there and she came backstage and she met my drag mother for the first time and her and my drag mother just hit it off. I mean, my drag mother is such a beautiful woman, you know, she, she has a great personality, she connects so easily and when we got in the car after everything was said and done, my mother said, she grabbed my hand and she said, you know, I met Jacqueline tonight. She was like, and I get it. I understand. You know, and it was just, yeah, it was like two worlds colliding of, because in the queer culture, like, although my mom was a great mom, my mother didn't understand how to handle me being gay, then being trans, then, you know, in her country, she had a gay best friend that was beat literally to death, so she lived with this fear of losing me, and then when I said I was trans, that was even more confusing for her, because I was her only son, and, you know, and in that moment, she held my hand, and she met Jacqueline, this beautiful, powerful trans woman, and then she literally, I felt her saying, I get it on more levels than just the motherhood, it was also who I was, who I could one day become, and I model myself hugely after both of those moms, you know, and I call myself Big Mama because they were both beautiful, amazing Amazons, and I was so lucky um, to be raised by both of them as a child and, more importantly, as an adult with my drag mother. So I just like to leave a message of, you know, motherhood is not often the ideology of what we're born into society to think our mothers are. Sometimes those mothers are also uncles, cousins, nieces, so on and so forth, people that take that role to be that person in your life when you need it the most. And especially in queer culture in our society, we are often pushed to the side and we are so lucky to be able to create and find our own tribe and our own family. And I was able to do that with a new mom, but also an amazing mom I was given. And I love our queer community. And I say, you know, whether you're auntie, uncle, brother, sister, you know, you're still a parent if you're taking care of someone when they have no one else. Thank you so much, I love you. Thank you for this opportunity to talk. I love that Eureka's mother and Eureka's drag mother met and it's like it's like their mom was afraid of this thing that she didn't even know, right? It was like, her, her mom's like, I'm your mom. There's not like, there, there, there's not two moms. Like, who's this person taking you away into this drag scene? And it's like, mm. when her mom, whose name is also Eureka, by the way, not alive anymore, met their drag mom, it was like, oh, it's demystified. I'm not afraid of you anymore. It's and amazing. can I tell you something, a really, fu a really funny story? I actually, I'm going to be really honest about something. I'm going to whisper again. Hmm. So in the last episode, I talked about my dad marrying the woman he cheated on my mother with, right? Yeah. And now I'm still in Florida and I'm staying with them. And I have to tell you, this is a woman I, I hate to say the word hated, but it's a woman I hated for so long mm -hmm. because I was taught to hate her because, you know, she broke up the marriage and she's a Scientologist and all this stuff. And I have to tell you something, Abby, it has been like literally 40 years or a little less than that, but 38 years or something. Mm -hmm. And being here, there's no reason I should have hated her. They have like an amazing marriage. Wow. Like my dad never should have been married to my mother. They right, hate right. each other. They can't stand each other. They are so not the right fit. Mm. And I'm here with my dad and like, she's such a lovely person. I'm like, oh, I hated someone because I was taught to, but I, that's, there was, I, I didn't hate the, the person. I hated the fact that, oh, my parents weren't together anymore. But that yeah. really had nothing to do with her. It had nothing and to I'm do so with her. And I'm so grateful for her. 
I'm so grateful for her. Literally, but I'm here as an but adult. But that's amazing like, oh that that's like such a healing moment for you to realize that. It, it it kind of was. Like yesterday we ordered pizza and I was on the phone with the pizza place. And I'm like, oh, let me get you know, and let me put my mom on. And of course, she's not my mom. But even just, I would never even have said, I didn't want to say, let me put my stepmom on and make it complicated for her mm-hmm. order for pizza. But it was just like, I would never even have said that before. You know what I mean? Out of like loyalty yeah. to my mother. God forbid. Like... Is there is there something that you were like afraid of or didn't like, but then you actually got to know it, like a person or a, an activity or a, I don't know, a sport, something? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, let me just say I love those interactions in the world where you have to like over explain something like this is my mom, but not really my mom. And also kind of my mom. She's more like a sister, but I'll have pepperoni. Um, you know, that is like my favorite thing. And I feel like I'm constantly doing that because I have like weird, complicated relationships. Um. You never, never, Abby, never you know what you're talking so about. So is there something all of your relationships that- are straightforward and simple? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So square. <laughs> so square and I love normal. You. Uh, the, something that that I didn't like that I oh, like now. Yeah. Um, or like you were afraid of and now you're not afraid of anymore. That's a really, really good question. I mean, for me, when I was a kid, I was like really uh, not an athlete. Like I was really scrawny and picked last for sports. And I was like never into being like you know, the jock. I was always like writing sad folk songs in the stairwell. And um, <laughs> everyone was like, okay, we'll take Abby on the softball team. Boo. <laughs> you know, like it was always a big sad moment when they're like, oh God, we're stuck with Abby. Pick but I think, I think for me, what happened in my, in my like mid to late twenties was that I, I got really into cycling and and uh-huh. really like reclaim yeah, some you do. of my my strength and now I'm doing this boot camp and I'm I'm like really into just like being a little bit more physically like strong I think and I never really cared about that before I don't know if that is a, that is a terrible comparison I, that's no, basically think, the same I thing think... as your relationship with your with your stepmom I mean it's 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 obviously it's it's softball it's exa- now let's be honest it's, it's the same thing. Scientology No, it's 100% the same thing. All right, guys, tell us, you know, tell us if there's something that you were afraid of or like a person or a a sport or an idea, activity, something that like you always stayed away from, but then once you did it or hung out with a person or opened yourself up to it in some way, you realized you were wrong. You were wrong to not like it. You were wrong to hate it. You were wrong to be afraid of it. I think it's also an interesting... Yeah, I think it's also an interesting question too to go a little deeper on that because when you said something that I didn't like before and then like I think what you're talking about is there was it was a misdirected hate. You had like a misdirected hate toward this person that wasn't about her, but it was about something yeah. else. And so I think that yeah. just to go a little deeper, that's an interesting psychological inquiry that you realize, oh, actually, it wasn't about that thing. It was about something else. And I think specifically, yeah. like people, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe that. But is I will the say question. I was. But I was also always afraid of baking because I thought I didn't know how to bake. And then one day I decided, no, I'm going to be someone who bakes. I'm now a baker. So I got up and I baked a pie. And now I love baking pies. And that's so cool, too. Like, let's hear all things, all things. But all if the you want to go deep and think about that, I, I'm curious about that. Like that misdirected, like, oh, that was actually about me and my relationship with 
so and so. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. I do. So we have new episodes every Tuesday, you guys. Subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere that you listen. And we appreciate you. Yep. Follow us at Don't Tell My Mother. Drop us a DM on Instagram. And then follow me at Nikki Levy, N-I-K-K-I-L-E-V-Y. And follow Abby at Abby Posner Music. And, and remember, remember, if it's not one if it's thing. it's not one thing, it's your mother. It's your mother. <laughs> <laughs>